Welcome back to the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. I am your host and GM, Austin, and tonight we are playing the Green Knight role-playing games by A24 Films, based on the recent motion picture. We are a one-shot role-playing game podcast that specializes in role-playing games that are easy to set up and play. I recently got the Green Knight role-playing game from A24 Films' website for only $35, and we recently reviewed the Green Knight movie on our other podcast, Trash Talk Podcast. And today, for your listening pleasure... We are playing the Green Knight role-playing game. As I'm joined by Brad, Becky, and Travis, we're going to play the Green Knight role-playing game. We'll be splitting this up in two or three episodes. This uh, episode, we're having some great music by the Feature Brothers and Marfia Muses. We're playing their music through Spotify, but they're all over the place. Uh, some good music they have. All right, guys. So, you find yourself at a tavern where many roads meet. Almost one year ago to this day, each of you were visited by the mysterious Green Knight. Although you were miles apart, it seems that the visits happened at the same exact time. You all harmed the Green Knight in some way, with the Knight's promise that he would return the damage done to him one year hence. Now, shortly before the year is up, you meet up at the beginning of your journey. Over the course of the night, you exchange stories. You agree to go on this tw uh, quest together to the Green Chapel. Some party members more begrudgingly than others. The night passes with anxious rivalry. Then, in the stark morning light, you get the first clear look at the other members of your party. You will face your destinies together. So in this game, it's all about honor. We are tracking your character's journey with the honor and dishonor. Uh, feature which is kind of interesting you guys all start the minimum and maximum is 1 to 20 you guys all start right in the middle at 10 honor so I guess before we jump into this quest let's go into the night before when you guys were at the tavern when you guys met up be it by maybe you guys put up a poster or you guys just happened fate pushed you guys together let's have your characters interact with each other talking about, more importantly, you guys' encounters with a Green Knight and who you guys are as people. So, once you guys get together, the Sorcerer, the Bard, and the Noble, three of the five classes are in this game, who pikes up first? Ren the Woods Witch does. Alright. So, as I'm surrounded in this pub by other... by men, pretty much, and Ren the Woods Witch is a solitary woods witch who lives by herself. I was in the forest gathering herbs and ingredients for a new potion I was working on, and I had also been imbibing some mushrooms and taking a nice trip when the Green Knight approached me with his deal to land a blow on him for my honor, and I got a little spooked, so I picked up my axe and I lopped his head off. And of course, he picked up his head and rode off with it and laughed. And I giggled with him. I thought we were having a good laugh because I was <laughs> tripping on yeah. mushrooms. And then when I came to and sobered up, my familiar told me what I had done. I have been spending the last year in deep research, studying old tomes, trying to find a way out of the mess that I've gotten myself into. How do you guys respond to that? Because uh, while this is a character introduction, I want this to be more... A conversation less than a just introduction piece. That's a very, very tall tale, honestly. <laughs> I mean, well, granted, you're a witch, but I mean, 
You're a little lady. You couldn't strike down the Green Knight. Mm. Even I couldn't strike down the Green Knight. And I'm a respectable noble. You look a little small. You sound quite the fool, sorcerer. Not worthy of many songs. Says the bond. <laughs> well, what's your story? <sighs> if I must introduce myself, I'm Cutthwine the Bard. Sounds like a jerk. I'll have you know, I was on pilgrimage with a noble house and his knights. Uh, one eve as we were camping, the green knight approached us. He challenged the, the lord and his knights to a game. They refused, uh, the, the lord refused, and uh, forbade his knights from completing the challenge out of fear of their own dishonor. Uh, I, not paying much attention, plucked my loot, and the Green Knight turned to me. Said, what of you, uh, noble bard? Have you no songs of your own deeds? The, the lord thought this uh, even more humorous, so he commanded me to. I picked up the woodcutter's maul and hacked and hacked and hacked. Eventually his head came off, and now here I am, not sure what to do sad story from the bard he usually sings very happy songs but now he's here probably in a, a drunken stupor looking a little bit down on himself I've been uh, working in the stables and I'm uh, contemplating acquiring a horse and running off into the wilderness my name is Sir Button I am a respectable noble from the south um, the green knight he came to me upon my birthday as I was having a merry time with my friends and family and my knights, and asked me for a duel. I gladly accepted, and I hacked him. Now, albeit, I didn't cut all the way through his head. I'm, I'm a nice guy. You know, I'm not going to chop a guy's head off. It's not that I couldn't or anything. I'm, no, not at all. I'm physically strong enough. Of course. <laughs> Sounds like someone's compensated. <laughs> I once seen him take down a horse with one punch. Oh... See, respectable guy right here. He knows what's up. The which is why I'm, man. I've been trying to hire him to help me uh, <laughs> take down the Green Knight. Or anyone who cares to uh, help me. So the Green Knight challenged you on your birthday. Yes. And I, I couldn't show, like, cowardice, of course. I was in front of my friends. Which is why I hacked at him. The bartender hearing all this leans forward and goes, Well, none of you guys are knights. You guys, while I do see weapons by your side... Don't look to be the mightiest of men or women. I am the almightiest of men. I was about to say, I'm not a man, so I'm not offended. And Why? she looks quite burly for a woman. <laughs> Why are you guys going on this quest? If you aren't fighting the Green Knight, go in there to just accept, or not even accept at this point, uh, finishing the challenge. Why? Because he challenged me. It was my birthday, man, and he challenged me. I, I understand that now, but this is a whole year again. later. Actually, it probably, at this point, it would be your birthday, your birthday again. Not quite. It's almost. Yeah. We haven't quite met the green. Oh, egg. that's true. Yeah. yeah. It, it's pretty close. And, like, I mean, I, I can't, like, my friend, well, not that they're here right now, but I couldn't show cowardice in front of them. Of course I accepted this man's challenge. I do need some help with attacking him, but, you know, that's that's how things go. By the way, I got a lot of money. Who wants to help me? <laughs> well, it's a matter of honor. A man comes into my woods and challenges me. I'm going to face the challenge. 
You were high on shrooms. I was. <laughs> You're trying to weasel your way out of this. I might be. Bar- uh, Bard, we can use you at this inn, or be it singing for my patrons, or working in my stable. Why not? Why turn down the gold and go off on this foolish quest to find this so-called green knight who's not even going to go find you? Someone needs to tell the tales of these two. As for myself, I don't know that I'll make it to the end of the quest. With that, you guys have many drinks. You guys become friends. Or at least allies. (laughs) Even in the next day... I'm going to say acquaintances. (laughs) Or acquaintances, yeah. I'm going to say we have a very contentious friendship. Yeah. But in the next day, you guys ride out to go on your quest. Only a few hours into your journey, the familiarity of the tavern, let alone your homes and town, village, or city, has faded long into the distance. The woods on this path are like nothing you've seen before. Mysteriously gnarled branches, dark foreign shadows, and a cold wind surrounds you. You're focusing so much on the eeriness that you almost don't notice the overturned cart right in front of you. The cart looks to have been the subject of an ambush. Arrows stick out of the side of the cart. Peasant bodies litter the road. The scene is quiet. Maybe too quiet. What will you do? In the Green Knight role-playing game, the game is broken down in a series of encounters. This is Encounter 1, an overturned cart. So how this works, unlike D&D, where you just kind of act as you will, and if there be combat, then we roll initiative. In this, we kind of roll the initiative at the beginning, and even if there's no fighting involved, and we go from top to bottom with the person at the top becomes the, uh, I'm going to look at the exact term, but it's like the initiative leader, and that person determines when the encounter ends, and uh, yeah. So at this point, in this game, we roll authority. Uh, so, uh, where is it? It should be under your cunning action, maybe? Or maybe it's, uh, one of our charm. Courage. Oh, courage. Courage. But let's get a roll. In this game, the Green Knight role-playing game, you guys just roll one single d20. And just add to it. Number, if you are skilled <laughs> in that ability, you get plus two. If you happen to be skilled in the skill itself, you get an extra plus two. And then let me know you guys' results, and then I'm going to go from there. I rolled a one. A one. A crit fail. Nice. So it's called the encounter leader. We're going to find out who the encounter leader is for this session. I rolled a five. And I rolled a ten. Not great rolls so far, <laughs> but it doesn't really matter. At this point, Travis is going to be the encounter leader if I want to go back even down to Brad. So... What happens at the beginning of every round in this game is that you guys are all dealt one point of dishonor. Why? Because the whole party has become delayed in your quest to find the Green Chapel where the Green Knight resides. So everyone take one point of dishonor and then want to go from there. That puts us at 11, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Can I see your character sheet? I want to see how it's set up. I don't remember how it's set up. It. Uh, yep. Yeah, so scale of dishonor. So you're going to be going the other way, Brad. You're going to be going on yep. 11. Yeah, I just said that. Okay, so Travis. So we, we start at 10? Yeah, you start at 10, and now you're at 11. 
And in this game, what's kind of interesting is you roll just one d20. And what you're rolling is either for an honorable action or a dishonorable action. Uh, I roll to see if any of these, uh, these men are men and women are alive. Oh, sure. Okay, uh, so what... I, I wish I had another character sheet around so I can see the skills, because I can't really suggest good things for you. But if you want, you can suggest one that would make sense to you, one of the skills. I would say maybe sure. intuition probably would probably be the best, to be honest. Cool. So you can roll for that and let me know. Uh, I got a three. Three? That is not going to pass. What you're rolling for, may you ask? You are rolling oh, against Oh, wait, actually, your... the crit fails... Make a difference? Nope. Okay, good. Don't matter. So three. Yeah. Oh, you got a crit fill. <laughs> nice. <laughs> plus two. Yeah. Oh, plus man. Two. So what you're rolling for in this game, guys, is you're rolling against your honor. So right now, your honor is at 11. So you had to get an 11 or higher to pass. Because you failed in this, you take another point of dishonor. Is it dishonorable to just not figure out if people are dead or not? <laughs> it's just that... You fail in your quest. Okay. Uh, the quest, you don't know how long this quest is going to take, but the gods know, and basically you're delaying the eventual outcome, which you don't know yet, but you did delay it. I can also see like us being there, and like Travis is like, all right, let's check to see if they're dead, and one guy's like, help me, and Travis is like, nope, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a fair point. Because you failed in that, you went around and maybe you gave up too early in investigating. Mm. Maybe you saw two of them and you're like, they're dead. You base <laughs> off your whole assumption of them based off in the two peasants, dead bodies. Of course they're dead. Yeah, and that is a dishonorable thing to not check everyone to see if just one might be alive. Becky, your character is next. Uh, introduce yourself by name. I want to be able to get your character's names down. Ren. Ren. Um, is deeply tied to the earth and like magic and mysticism so she's probably I think um, I'd like to suggest that we bury the bodies yeah that's fair as you guys are well, all the living bodies have a good funeral <laughs> you go ideally out. we won't bury living bodies well we don't know if they're dead or not as a matter that's true you go out to start burying the first bodies um, you go over to the first one, and maybe you try to go find some kind of shovel that you'll be able to eventually bury them in. And at that point, you hear a crack. Like a twig snap somewhere. Do you want to continue burying the dead bodies, or do you want to investigate the sound? Do you want to alert your friends? What would you like to do? Do you want to, you can feel free to continue burying the bodies, but that was a little That's bit weird. in this. a little suspicious. You guys haven't seen anyone in a very long time. Yeah. This isn't a very well-traveled path. Just animals run a forest. So it's fine. True. I'm going to ignore him and try to investigate the source of the snap. Sure. Uh, suggest what you like to roll. Travis did roll uh, was a vigilance, but you don't have to roll it. If you want to argue that maybe you go stealth, you go into a bush to go look around, you would roll stealth. So give a good example of what that skill would make sense for, and you can roll it. I probably won't argue too much against it. I think I'd like to roll reason. Um, so, like, in my head, I'm, like, trying to reason out what the sound could be. So I'm just, like, trying to make sure that that's, Trying like, to reason more against reason. your friend who's, like, it's probably just a fox. Yeah, him saying it's nothing and me saying, like, uh, I don't think so. I think it's probably something because we haven't seen anything. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, you can roll. 
and remember you're rolling against your honor. Dang it. That's a ten. A ten? Yep. That is going to be a failure. Yep. So take another point to your dishonor. You spot a rustle in the bushes and start to notice several figures hiding in the forest. They step out, and one of them yells out to you guys. Halt! He says, the cloaked figure. You wander through the wrong woods, my friend. Heavily tolled roads and the like. The man eyes your guys' weapons and armor. Well, kind of looking at you guys. Maybe you guys don't have armor, but it doesn't really matter. Maybe some of you guys have, like, leather armor, but even though you guys aren't, like, knights, you guys have, like, daggers or crossbows or something. You have something to protect yourself with. Tell you what, though. If you can help us with a little task... We're not only going to let you pass through this forest, but also toss a little something extra special for you. My name is William, by the way, and he steps forward away from his two other men and puts out his hand. At this point, we're now going to be going down to Brad. Brad, what would you like to do? Um, and what is your character's name again? One my time. name is Cuthwine. Cuthwine. Um, I'm going to do a quick folklore check, see if I know anything about these woods and its inhabitants. Sure. Can I have the d20? Yeah, so you're going to roll folklore to learn maybe a little bit more. Good! Uh, so you gain one point of honor, so you're probably back down to ten at this point. And you know that these woods typically... Your peasants and farmers don't go for these forests because usually there's bandits afoot. Um, bandits sometimes go through and attack people who look well rich. What? And uh, sometimes they like toll people to go through. What was this guy's name? William. Do I know anything about a bandit named William in these woods? You do remember seeing a wanted poster for someone called William, but there wasn't a picture, so you don't know if it's the same one. But you can assume. Alright, it is the beginning of the new round. Or I guess, would you before we go on to the new round, did you want to say anything back to him? Or do you want to keep quiet and let the next person deal with it? Um, I'm going to let the next person deal with it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is a new round. Everyone take one more point of dishonor. Oh. And then we're going to be going to the counter leader, which is Travis. Uh, yeah, once again, William has stepped forward, and he says, Yeah, you guys are going to have to pay us to pass through these woods. Or, if you guys want, we have a little task for you. And you guys haven't rolled for it yet, but it seems like he's telling the truth that do a little something for me, you can pass through these woods, and get a little bit something extra in return. Travis, uh, what would you like to say or do? Good sir. <clears throat> Sorry. Good sir, we, we're in quite a hurry. We, we're on a quest of the ages. And actually, I was wondering, would you like to make a bit of money? Extra side coin. He goes, yes, uh, pass over your coin, and that is the toll. That is what we'll no, be getting no, no. today. You'll be continuing Extra. on your quest. Extra, among what the toll is. He goes, uh, I'll hear it out. So we're on a mission to face a great enemy. At least I am. And I'm, I'm not, maybe not the most strong person <laughs> in the world. I would like some help with this quest. In, in defeating this foe. Would you care to join me? We are not <laughs> mercenaries or bandits or thieves. We are but guards of these woods, and there are terrible things in these woods. So unless you're finding something in this woods... No, it's not in this woods. 
when we have no interest. We are here to guard the road and protect it. And as you see, this kind of crappy dirt road, it needs tax money to rebuild it and make oh, it I a see. better road. So pass over a coin, or at least hear our offer. What about your friends? He looks over at them. They look back at him. He shakes his head, and then they don't say anything. I hold up a couple coins in their general direction because I'm assuming he's standing in front of us now. Yeah. I'd be like, care at all? We're interested? Sure. Uh, do you want to just leave that open or do you want to specifically roll for that? You can just leave that open. I'll tell you what they would do, be it good or bad. Uh, like a big action would be something you Persuasion. Roll for. Persuasion? You can roll that if you wish. And what do you get to convince the bandits? I got a nine, so I did not succeed. Some rough rolls so far, guys. Uh, take another point of dishonor. So, yeah, they shake their head, and in fact, they pull out clubs, and they go... <laughs> and they go, sir, you keep it up. Keep talking with your fancy talk. You better be ready for a beatdown. <laughs> well, I see coins do not interest you, John. <laughs> <laughs> Becky. <laughs> Your character's up next. I'm ready for a beatdown. <laughs> ready for a beatdown. You guys could start a beatdown if you want. Uh, or you no. guys can hear out their offer. <laughs> I am a dainty little thing. <laughs> Even though I chopped off the Green Knight's head. And um, you could converse with them. You don't have to start off with a roll. So he goes, Say you, ma'am. You seem to be maybe the wise woman of this group. I am. Do you want to hawk over your coins or listen to our offer? I am going to try to use trickery to okay. sleight of hand, like, my coin to them. So, But it's like, it's just magic. Uh, it's just like a handful I of see. pebbles. Okay, okay, so some mental trickery. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, you can try that if you wish. Sounds like an illusion. Yeah. I am a witch. And remember, you're rolling against your honor. Uh, what do you get? Eight. Jeez, guys. You guys might have to hear out this offer. Uh, yeah, you take another point of dishonor. And then they step forward, and even the will, uh, leader, William, pulls out his sword, and he goes, Guys, I think it's time to turn around, because we're no stupid men. We will get the money from you. I'll tell you, you're smarter than you look. <laughs> or we're just bad at lying. <laughs> yeah, or you're just really bad at persuasion and lying. <laughs> and number two, start walking up kind of in like a V format towards you guys, a pincher move with our clubs. You guys are feeling a little bit uncomfortable with that. As the leader, William, goes towards you, a smile on his face as he's very much like a salesperson. Hand stretched out, either to shake his hand whatever deal he offers or to give him his money but the other hand firmly clenched on his sword we're back down to brad i'm going to pluck my loot to break the tension okay <laughs> i'm going to do a performance check where i'm going to sing about the, the noble deeds of of uh great william that i've heard mm. um and about how kind generous and honorable he is um, uh -huh. But also brave, and also brave. How his deeds today will have a great effect on history. 
um, as he will no doubt help our quest. But um, as I'm kind of doing this, I, I'm also going to stop for a few seconds and say, excuse my idiot friends, we would love to hear your offer. Okay. So you are going to attempt to calm them down with music. Oh. 20. 20? Okay. Get another point of honor, Brad. He's so honorable. He's so honorable. I like how you say he's rolling the worst dice out of all of us, and yeah, he's going to no, succeed. No, the teal dice is cursed. <laughs> is that what he's rolling? Yeah. And by the way, I have uh, tail spinning. Okay. So when I succeed at a charm skill, which I just did, I can choose one character. That character on their next action doubles the amount of dishonor they lose or gain for that action. Would either of you care for that? Oh, it's uh, uh, quite literally a double-edged sword. It could be a double-edged sword. Who wants it? Ah, you, want you guys are being cowards. <laughs> what do you guys have to take this? I get that, but we've both lost quite a bit of honor. You guys can gain some. Yeah, but we can also lose a lot more. That's true. That's true. If you don't want it, I will take it. You guys okay, can both deny it. it, but... Alright, Travis is going to take it. Alright, he... They go, okay, okay. His men put away their clubs, he puts away his sword, and he goes... As you can see, he points around to all the dead bodies around him. There are some people who don't agree with the tolls. He gestures to the destroyed cart full of arrows. But law is what we say it is. Some people got no respect, no real honor to them to uphold the law. You know, in fact, we were just tracking down one of these folks who was traveling with their lawbreakers when you came along. If you can find him and bring him back to us, we'll give you this. And from uh, attached to his belt, he pulls out an engraved mace. He ran off that way, he continues, gesturing towards the woods. Go get him in this mace. It is yours. Why well, you want to hustle, though? Because he ran off quick. New round, starting with Travis. Everyone take one point of dishonor. Now is the question. What I find kind of interesting about this game is that normally RPG, everyone would be acting kind of by themselves. But in this, Travis, as the encounter leader, be it if you want to attack them right now, Travis, or you want to go run off the wood to find them, everyone else is going to be kind of like pushed with you in what you choose to do, which is kind of interesting. So what would you like to do, Travis? He offered you guys this, a mace, go find someone and bring them back to us. What would you like to do? Just pay him his tax and walk away. You could do that if you want. want no, to I do that. Okay. So as the encounter leader in this game, you can end an encounter at any point. You guys can't. Only an encounter leader can. You could just end this. And by doing it in this, in role-playing game senses, you would basically, as a noble, as the richest one here, you would pay for everyone here. No, no, I'd pay, pay for myself. <laughs> okay. And then you would just end encounter. Uh, but if you don't want to end it, we can, we'll wait till next round, and then you can end it officially there. Because you might, maybe you want to see if Brad and Becky want to do something differently. Do you want to just... I pay for myself and walk away. Sure. Okay. Becky. We're going back to you. What would you like to do? While your offer is generous, good William, good Sir William, I have a quest I must attend to, so here is your tax. Okay, and you pay. Brad, we come back to you. 
two of your companions have paid the toll and they have left. I will also pay. Okay. As um, you guys are starting to pay, they're noticing that you guys aren't really interested in this. William has sent off, by just a look in his eye, he's sent off the two other men. One of them is still sticking around, but the other one is heading off into the woods. Club in his hand now, looking for whoever you're talking about. That poor guy. Um, I'm also going to end my turn with a uh, trickery check. I'm going to do a sleight of hand as I'm paying. Yeah. And with a little flourish, I'm going to uh, hand him the money and say, after I give him the money, I'm going to uh, pull a quarter from behind his ear or whatever a piece of money would be and offer it to him as a tip for his generous nature. Okay, so you take one of his coins and pay it back to him. Yeah. So... I guess I'll consider it an honorable action, something I've not been doing so far. And I think you guys have been mostly doing honorable actions. If you guys ever do a dishonorable action, I will have you guys still roll as normal, but you guys will be rolling against dishonor. So maybe, Travis, as your points are getting higher, if you do a dishonorable thing, you would have to roll underneath what your honor is. But the negative side is, even if you pass, you're still going to gain one point of uh, dishonor as you are doing a dishonorable action. But Brad, <laughs> I don't... If maybe you tried to give him money, then steal Becky and Travis's money, I would consider that a dishonorable action. But as you're just kind of playing with him as a bard is, this is still an honorable action. So you may roll and add whatever you want. Critical hit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the best bard in all the lands. <laughs> all right. And then I give him a little wink and I strut my loot a little bit. Strut yeah. my loot a little bit. And I head on my merry way. And they look back at him and go, ah, what a man. <laughs> they go, we're going to have to recruit him in our band organization. I mean, guard organization very soon. We get back to Travis. Everyone takes one point of dishonor. And then Travis, you guys can do go through the list again and do something else. Or you can choose to end the encounter right now. As you guys have went past them, it would make sense to end it here. Yeah, end it. Okay, makes sense. And... We're about to go on to the second counter. Raise the music is dying down. Perfect. I don't think Travis and I are going to make it. What do you have for honor and discipline? 16. So uh -huh. in this game, you can do an atonement. Also, some other things that you guys can do to help you in the next encounters is you guys can roll with your virtues and vices. So at the beginning of the game, I asked you guys to pick a virtue and vice, a positive and negative aspect to your character. If you were ever like, oh shit, which you guys should probably do in the next uh, encounter, if you fail roll, argue why your virtue would make sense and then get a re-roll of it. Check it off, and you can only use them once per encounter. If you're rolling for a dishonorable thing, you can do the exact same thing, but with your vice. So next turn, if you fail, I would recommend you using your virtue to get a re-roll. Uh, at the end you guys of an encounter, you guys can use atonement. Basically, as time passes and kind of like a cutscene to the next encounter, you guys can use atonement to help each other with your honor and dishonor. Uh, players may spend honor to elevate the esteem of their uh, follow friends. Taking three dishonor points, remove one point of dishonor from their character. So in this case, Brad wants to sacrifice three points. He can give you guys one point back. Is that just one of us or both of us? You can do it for both of you guys, but the sac sacrifice in three is just for one person. Okay. Yeah, so he would have to sacrifice like six points to heal both of you. That's probably not worth it. 
I'm only at 11. So do you guys want to stick with it for now? It's up to you. Um, What's your dishonor, Travis? 16 as well. 16. Okay. And I gave Travis Tail Spinner. Oh, I forgot about that one. So I think... I'm going to remove a point of dishonor for Travis so that he has better luck with Tail Spinner. And then hopefully I'll be able to help Becky the next time. Okay. We're about to jump into Encounter 2, but before we do so, the end of the round after the Atonement phase is the Honorable Result and Dishonorable Result section. There is a list of if you guys did certain things, you guys get honor points. Or if you guys did or didn't do certain things, you guys get dishonor points. The bandits are still at large, guys, so you guys all take one dishonorable point. Don't just erase them just yet, because I have a couple more, I think one more thing to do. Uh, Aldo is still scared in the woods. That is the man you guys let out there, just left out there for the bandits to go find and probably kill. You guys lose an additional dishonor point, and that is it. There are some other things you guys could have done or, or did not do to gain or lose more, but you guys did not fill those things. But still, you guys all take two dishonor points. Travis and I are screwed. <laughs> You're more screwed than I am. Yeah. Okay. What are you at now, Becky? 18. So I pretty much have to roll 19 or 20. Better start rolling only your best things from now on. <laughs> Alright, guys. Encounter 2. The Fox. One day has passed since your last danger. Time on this road seems to make everything grow. The trees seem taller, the bags under your eyes deeper, your boots heavier. Yet knowing what's at stake, you venture onwards. After several hours, a man runs out from the woods yelling, Stop! Stop! You'll scare him off! You see a rustle in the brush and a flash of orange and white. Ah! There he goes, he continues, and looks at you with a scowl of fury. My dinner! He mutters before exploding into a string of oaths and curses. First, I deal one point of dishonor for everyone for being delayed on your journey. If you guys ever get to 20, you guys end the encounter. You can't do anything. And the only way to get back into the game is if someone does atonement on you and you guys get below 20. This game's going to end real quick. At least for one of them. All right. Everyone roll. Authority, as we're going to see who becomes the counter leader. And this does not affect honor or dishonor, so don't be scared about rolling. I know we're at a place right now that some of you guys are a little scared of the dice. I got an eight. Eight. 13. 13? 17. 17. All right, Brad, you get to go first. Remember, like I said before, you don't lose points here. All right, Brad, uh, what would you like to do? You... Uh, to the fox catcher. There's a man who says he wants you guys to go catch his fox because you scared him off his dinner. You can question him, talk to him, or roll for something, or both. Just let me know what you want to do. Could, do I have any rations on me? Could I offer him some of my own food? Uh, you offer it to him, and he, like, spits on it. He goes, I was looking for a fox. He goes, and you lost me my fox for dinner. He's very passionate about getting this. He does not seem... Maybe he doesn't seem hungry, or maybe he just does not care for your mere peasant food. I will roll to persuade him that we'll make it all right. We'll catch his fox for him. It doesn't matter. You don't even need to bother to roll. He's not going to take it. 
he goes, nope, I I want my fox. I want that fox. Yes, I wish to help you catch it. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you rolling for? I was persuading the guy that we're going to help him catch it. So that he oh. should calm down. Oh, okay. You don't need to roll for that. As long as you guys accept his like small quest, uh, he'll calm down. I'll talk goes, to... Oh, okay. He goes, thank you. Uh, he points out where it went, and he says, please go after it and find it. I, we cost this man his dinner. I believe we should help him. And you, yeah, you guys are definitely free to talk between each other between turns. And I don't know about the two of you, but I'm in no hurry to see the Green Knight. <laughs> oh, I gotta see him. I gotta see him really quick. Also, I don't, I don't think you should eat foxes. All you eat is mushrooms. So what is your opinion on this? I eat moss too. Okay. A little bit of tree bark. A little bit of tree bark. Dirty hippie. <laughs> <laughs> She's a witch. Which is kind of like a hippie, but worse. So it sounds like your bard is fine going off and going to find the fox. You guys want to follow him after it? I guess we're doing this, yes. Let's go yeah. find I'll follow, but I'm not going to help yeah. trap a fox for some psycho. Sure. Brad, you lead the group into the forest. Uh, he goes, the man says before you go, listen, before you guys go, I got to tell you something. Be careful with that fox. It's a little bit trickier and sly than your average hen-stealing fox. If any, he lets you go off to go catch the fox. And he says, please return it to me and I will give you a reward. You guys go off to find the fox. Um, okay. You go into the woods, Travis. You see a rushland in the bush and a flash of orange again. And stepping out from behind a tree, there is a fox. It doesn't try to run from you guys. In fact, it just goes out into the clearing and look at you guys and it sits on its back legs. I'm going to do a stealth check and try and sneak up on it. Okay. Uh, it, you don't, don't roll because it knows you guys are here. When you guys are going off to look for it, even before you're going to stealth, it found you guys, went off in the clearing, it sees you guys and it just sits its little butt down. It's like just dead eyes staring you in the eyes. I suppose I'll sit down in front of it. <laughs> Make it peace with the fox. It looks at you, Brad. And to your surprise, it speaks in a calm, stern voice. I have seen you traveling for miles, for days. Now here, we face one another. I know that man looks to put me in a cage. You must not let him. As soon as those trees continue to grow, I must roam free. If you want to catch the fox, now would be the time to do so. If you want, um, you can question the fox, Brad. Uh, or what would you like to do? Or you try to catch him. Whatever you would like to do. Um, I'll question the fox. Excuse me, Mr. Fox. I've <laughs> never met a speaking fox before. He goes, how can I speak? How do you speak? Fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shrooms did you have for dinner? <laughs> what shrooms did you give to everyone else? Do you, uh, do you get into the little left satchel? Because that's the good stuff. So it's your nature to run through these woods. It is. This is my home. Like, the city is yours. This it, forest is mine. Is it not the man's nature to trap the fox for his dinner? That is true. If this is what you will ask, 
I will bow my head forward and sacrifice myself for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't let any man tell you what to do, Mr. Fox. Or Lady Fox. I don't even know. I say, how good are you at fighting? The fox? Yeah. Talk he goes, fox. I am quite adequate at hunting mice. That's perfect. <laughs> you could take on a knight. Would you like to join me on a quest? I will handsomely pay you in fish or whatever you desire. I do not know what you eat. Sorry. I hunt and eat mice, but I don't want your rewards. I want to live out here in my forest. So I hope not- the best for you guys' quest, but I must stay in these woods. If it will help you guys' quest to take me to the man, alive or dead, I will allow you to do so. So you don't want to join me? Okay. I cannot, no. I don't think I would be much use, but also this is my home. This is where I've always lived. This is where my pups have grown up. Oh, per- so you are a female. Okay. Perchance there is an outcome that would benefit both you and the hunter. There is, or there might be. I'm not sure how that would be, but you whatever said- you may need to be done i will help you what if you were to hunt for the hunter and bring him meals so that he does not need to hunt you that that could be that could work um if you want you can bring me back to him and try to persuade him but i don't know if he will accept your offer but i guess it's worth a try i don't think we should bring the fox to the man he seemed pretty this, this fox is wild and should remain wild and free. The this fo- is this fox's home. The man has no right to remove him. The fox escaped once before. It, I think we should bring our offer to the man, but perhaps one of us can stay with the fox. The fox goes, there's many fair points to all of this. This is my home, but that man out there... I know he is hungry. I can sense that in people. I know that you guys are all tired on your journey. And maybe you guys are a little hungry yourself, but I don't have the sense that you guys will eat me. Why is he specifically hungry for you? That I do not know. No, I don't know that. Worthless of the fox. <laughs> don't the fox that way, you jerk. Don't listen to him. He's a jerk. We're not I friends. knew that before I even saw him. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> he carries an, the odor of the jerk. Just the odor of the jerk. <laughs> the odor, odor of the jerks. I would like to go back to the hunter and try a persuasion roll. Are you going with the fox and with your friends or by yourself or what do you want to do? Um, What do you think, Travis? That sounds like if you're going to pawn off Travis, we might as well skip to Travis's turn. I mean, if we want to bring the fox in, we bring the fox in. If we don't, we don't. I say no. I'll bring the fox. Don't bring the fox. Okay, we bring the fox. Alright, sounds you're outnumbered, Becky. I hate being Widow. (laughs) (laughs) The fox consented to going. The fox walks by your side, and you guys go back out to the hunter. The hunter, who at this point is scrambling around in the woods looking for any berries or roots they can find to satisfy his hunger. Even through his clothes, he does look a little bit skinny. Um, In this part of the woods, out past the city, villagers and townspeople haven't been doing very well recently. The crops haven't been growing very well. He sees you guys bring back the fox, a little bit surprised that it's walking with you guys, and he stands up, and he definitely looks happy. 
He goes, you guys have brought me back my dinner. Uh, willingly? Or have you tamed this creature? Do you guys have powers I did not know of? This is a noble beast. And we think that we have an offer which may intrigue you. Uh, he starts getting a little bit closer as he's hungry, but he goes, What is your offer? Spare this fox and its pups their lives, and the fox will hunt for you every day. He goes, Uh, well, actually, let's get a roll out of you. So, yeah. What are you rolling, Brad? I assume persuasion? Yep, and I have a plus four, but that would be a 12. What is your honor at right now? Um, 17. 17? How? Because I took Oh, you took all tra- those damages. I took three for yep. Travis. Uh, okay, yeah, you're gonna have to unfortunately lose a point. And he goes... Um, could I... Oh, you may- Make use of my modesty. Sure. How? Okay, so, as the hunter approaches i'm going to say no 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 you misunderstood i don't mean mere mice or things like that this fox forgive me if i was too modest is quite the skilled hunter it can bring you fowl that you could never catch on your own it could bring you the best fish i'm sure this fox could be a great friend with that he says you have but a fair point or actually, guys, see first what you roll. Oh, in a bad roll. He goes, that'd be a fair point, but I am starving now. I can't wait for this fox to go hunt me food. I would much rather take the food now, and this fox will feed me for a couple days, and hopefully in that time I will have found more food. Travis, we're going to get to you now. But can you justify eating this fox now and living for two more days? rather than potentially living for the rest of your life on whatever he brings you for food. Can you justify that? I am starving, so unless you have some other way... I've got plenty of food in my pocket. If that's all you need is substance for now, I can give you that. But do you wish to simply kill this animal and guaranteed life for two more days, or would you rather guarantee life for a year or two? Noble, I know you do not understand it. Understand this. Living with a silver spoon in your mouth... But I've been hungry for so long that I'll take anything. That fox. You literally turned down food that was offered to you two fucking minutes ago. Do not tell me you will take anything, you little prick. (laughs) Yeah, you did spit on his rations. On Cuthwit. That fox may look like nothing to you, but for me, that's the best thing I will have ever eaten in my entire life. How do you know? It could taste like crap. He could be full of shit. (laughs) <laughs> the fox just looks up at you and goes, <laughs> Look, She could be, and she didn't like that. Really. That is a fair point. So what your offer to him is, uh, let the fox hunt for you. I'm asking him why him he's justifying killing for two days, or living for two days rather than living for a year or two, depending on how long foxes live. He goes, I don't know if I can trust this animal, and I want food now. He goes... I literally hold out my hand full of food, full of rations or whatever I happen to have upon me. A block of cheese. I hold out and I'm like, food. Don't spit on it, motherfucker. Yeah, don't spit on it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Travis, uh, you may argue what you want to roll, if you can roll it. Remember, on this roll, you'll be gaining or losing two points. But 
I would say if you fail, definitely use your virtue. And this is, of course, performance. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And the offer is. Uh, uh, keep going. But as uh, you picked it up. And I failed. Travis, you want to argue that virtue now? Actually, yeah, 8 plus 4. Yeah, I still failed. Okay. Um. Jeez, all these rolls are like below 10. Our rolls have been really bad. Our virtue is trusting, and I really don't trust this guy. I can't argue it. You're going to be getting two points, though, so I would find but, but some do you way trust, to argue. Do you trust the fox, though? I do trust the fro- fox. So, through my trust in the fox, <laughs> <laughs> I ask him to persuade this man with me. Okay. I ask him to talk to the man, basically. Okay. And depending on what you roll is what the fox will do. Okay. Uh, but yeah, basically your offer is the fox will hunt for you and you'll live for many a day and you will get some cheese now. No. Oh my god. All right. You gain two points. All right. I'm out. All right. Your character has to sit to the side. There's no more honor left within you. You have failed your last time. At least for this encounter. All right. He goes... He comes closer and closer, and at this point, he picks up the fox by the tail. He raises a little stick that he's going to use to batter his little brains in. But (laughs) Becky, it's still your turn. All right. So, the sorcerer. And I have mysticism as a a power, a skill. So, I'm thinking... We can't just... You can still use arguments, or you can use your magic. Yeah. Just you can't use the exact same argument they did. So you can't offer the food you guys already have. Yeah. So he's hungry now. You, if you guys want, you guys can still try to convince him that Fox will help him in the future. But he's hungry now is his argument, basically. So what would you like to do? And yeah, he spits on food. Yeah. This guy's an absolute <laughs> he's a fucking prick. <laughs> he can go suck a dick. <laughs> Stick the fox out there and beat him to death. I think... <laughs> Well, I want... That's like, something you could do. You could kill him if you want. Well, I can't. I'm out. My first instinct is I want to get the fox away from him and so I'm thinking I would use my magic to do that because I'm a, I'm a sorcerer there's no real like there's no like spell list on here so I'm not sure how to so it depends that. on what you do but you might roll for like ranged combat like if you shoot him with like a firebolt or something yeah that's um, a bad idea <laughs> I don't have any skill in that yeah uh, yeah, you have to find yeah, a way with so something. I'm thinking use like my mysticism as a way to like connect with the fox and figure out like why this fox is so special and why she can talk and maybe that can help convince him to leave her alone. Okay. So you're trying to convince him through the fact that the fox can talk. Like like it's obviously a mystical creature. Hmm. And, like, there's something special about her. Like, not just that she can talk, but she's, like, intelligent. And there, there's something about the fox that, like, he shouldn't kill her. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. What would you like to roll? What was the skill you said? Mysticism. Sure. Yeah, you can roll that. And let's hope for a good roll. And that looks pretty good. Ugh, it's not good enough. By how much? It's 17. And what is yours? 19. 19? All right, I'm sorry. You failed that. I'm going to use... Virtue? No, no, I can. I have arcane sight. Yeah? Uh, I can 
use an intellect, re-roll intellect or cunning. Oh, perfect. Now let's hope for a better roll. Worse. So oh. wait, you need a 20 to succeed? I need a 20. No, 19 Le- or 20. Well, I need a 15. Would you like to use your virtue now? Yes, I would. What is your virtue and wise. how do you use it? Wise. Yeah, that I'm makes wise. Sense. I'm pretty smart. I know this is right. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Please. Please. 21. People can't see it, but Becky basically jumped out of her chair. <laughs> I did it. There we go. All right, you gain a point of honor back. Yay. You connect with it. You can almost read the fox's mind. This is a forest spirit imbued in the body of a fox. With that knowledge, how do you convince him or what do you say to the man? Or if you want, you can tell the fox, like, yo, speak up. Yes, so I think when me and the fox connect mystically, um, like, in our heads, I tell the fox, like, you need to reveal yourself or this man is going to kill you. And he's going to kill a very important part of your forest. Oh, interesting. With that, the fox speaks up and goes... I don't know if this will save me or not, but I am one with this forest, sir. If you need my body so you can survive, you may take me, but I would prefer to watch over this forest and protect it. With that, the man stops. And he goes, he looks at the fox and he goes, You're a forest spirit? He goes, I am. I will append my uh, part of the bargain and I and my little pups will hunt for you. I'm not sure how you're going to eat now, but I will hunt for you in the future. Put me down, and I promise you this. From tomorrow onward, if you can make it through today, you will never go hungry. The man puts down the fox. With that, you guys have passed this encounter. The man (laughs) takes the fox. He looks at you guys and goes, I'm sorry for not believing you guys. I guess I am a little bit crazy, or going a little bit crazy just to starvation, but... If this fox plans on doing what it plans on doing and helping me survive, me and my young kids will be forever in your debt. Thank you so much. Today I'll go hungry, but tomorrow we will be full. Thank you. And he walks off. With this, Brad, as the party leader, would you like to end the encounter right now or anything else you would like to do? I would like to... Um, give thanks to the fox and then end the encounter. Okay. So, we'll get to the atonement in a second, but honorable actions. You guys agree to help the fox and let it out of out into the woods. Uh, by keeping it here, you guys lose three Are dishonor. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, he said we lose three oh, we dishonor. Lose three. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. So, <laughs> you guys gain honor, I guess. You gain honor. Yeah. You guys don't get any more points for helping the fox catcher get other food. Um, but by ha- having them work together, you guys lose another dishonor point. So you guys have lost four. You guys did not try to kill the fox. You didn't lose dishonor there. You guys did leave him alone entirely, the man Adam. But I'm going to waive that because Brad did actually offer him some food. And he did turn it down. So that was... Uh, that was on him. So his fault for being hungry. That's his. That's his fault. Uh, so yeah, you guys lose those four points. That mm-hmm. makes things a little bit better. Encounter three. Lose in your head.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way to support the show is to recommend us to a friend or leave us a review on iTunes. If you want to stay updated on future episodes and news from the show, give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter pages. And if you'd like to get more Beer and Pretzel podcast content, consider joining our Patreon, where we upload bonus episodes, episodes early, and much, much more, all for less than a cup of coffee. Thanks for listening, and we hope to hear from you next time on the Beer and Pretzel Podcast.